Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional mess maker. And I am back with another fun learning and skill building topic to discuss. Last week, we talked about something that was a little heavy. We talked about a topic that I was inspired by thanks to Martin Luther King. It was the phrase, I have a dream. And so last week's topic was all about aspiration and the ways that we see the world and what we wanted to inspire our kids to do or the kids in our lives to do to make their mark on the world and make the world a better place. This week, I want to take that same aspirational idea and I want to correct course to keeping that aspiration of what inspires us, what lights us up, what gets the kids in our lives excited and encouraged and wanting to do something. And I want to share with you invitations to keep that excitement going. So I am going to be taking the rest of this season of the podcast to really try to focus on things like invitations, loose parts, and really learning and building skills and strengthening our overall being through play, which is what I started this podcast for from day one. Um, but when challenging things come at you, you roll with it and you use your overall purpose to find solution for those hard times. And really that was the lesson of last week's episode. And so today I wanna talk about giving kids invitations to play, learn, and grow instead of leaving them to consume. We have become a consume society where school has been centered around memorization and recall of information when tested to do so. And I want to challenge that as I try to do each and every week. 
I want to challenge you to give the kids in your life an invitation, an invitation to explore, an invitation to explore or to do something new each and every day. And I want to talk about a couple of different formats in which I'm going to try to give you inspiration for each and every week. But what I want to pose to you is this question. What is your favorite way to teach fill in the blank with a skill and a subject? In the weeks going forward, I will come to each episode with a specific skill and a specific subject. But for this week, you might have something in mind, something that perhaps the kids in your life need a little help with. Perhaps they need help building those language skills or those listening skills. And I want to really get you thinking from week to week about what are the ways that the kids in your life get the most excited when you give them an opportunity to experience something like spelling or reading or doing a lesser realized skill like building eye-hand coordination. I talk a lot about different formats of invitations. So last week I talked about construction and we talked about using the theme of transportation. Are these things that really excite the kids in your life? Does the learner in your life have an interest in all things that live under the sea or under the surface of the lake or along the beds of a river that is close to you? Dive into that. What skills can you build using that topic? What subjects can you practice as you explore all things related to that river, that lake, that ocean? You can build so much language, for instance, and give so many opportunities for kids to learn new words. Learning new words comes with new knowledge because kids will hear a word they've never heard before and they'll ask questions about how do you spell it? What does it mean? When you tell kids what a word means, that definition is knowledge and it can spark further questions and create the opportunity to have a deeper conversation about something that they didn't previously know. 
And so in the weeks and episodes to come, I'm going to talk about a couple of different kinds of invitations. And I'll probably mix it up. Some weeks I'll get really expired, uh, really, <coughs> excuse me, inspired to share with you invitations to explore. And some weeks I'll get really excited to share with you invitations to engage. What are invitations to explore? Invitations to explore are invitations to explore new ideas. They're invitations to find the answers to the questions that the kids in your life may be asking. We have all spent a whole lot of time at home or in our virtual or in-home classrooms with the kids in our lives, which gives them ample opportunities to ask question after question after question after question. But why? But why? <laughs> it's our favorite thing to hear, right, as adults? Invitations are a great way to give them the answers and only having to do it once. Because you're not just telling them the information for them to consume, you're creating an invitation for them to experience the why. But why? Here's why. Check this out. What do you think about this? What does this make you feel? What did you uncover when you did this? So invitations to explore ideas and questions. These are great opportunities to set up experiments and challenges. When a child says, but why? Think about the answer to that, but why? And build an invitation around it that shows them the answer to the but why. So if they're curious about bees and you're talking about the fact that different types of bees within a hive do different jobs and they say, but why? Give them resources as part of an invitation that will allow them to answer that, but why? Give them an invitation that gets them to experience what the queen's job is, what the worker bee's job is. And allowing them to experience it will make that information permanent. Because not only will they have heard it and consumed it, they will have experienced it. Now, invitations to engage. 
invitations to engage skill sets with play. I, as I said a second ago, have given you examples of invitations that get kids to do things. I talk a lot about construction projects, building a shed, building a playhouse, building a treehouse, building a flower bed, building a snowman, as we've been able to do in the last few weeks. Finally, thought we were never going to get snow this year. Personally, I'm very excited that we did. Um, skill sets. Shoveling snow, creating a snowball, building a snowman, building a snow fort. All of these things build skills. They build skills that your kids or the kids in your life may have already mastered. But they build skills that perhaps the kids in your life need a little bit of help with. And instead of making it a cumbersome process, it makes it a fun experience because they're thinking about rolling the snow into a ball or packing it into a bucket because it's gonna mold it into a specific shape so that when, when they shake it out of the bucket, it becomes a brick of a specific shape. And then they're gonna use that brick of a specific shape that may or may not be heavy to build the wall of an igloo or <laughs> the wall of a fort or a blockade that they're gonna hide behind in an upcoming snowball fight. These are ways to weave skill building into play that kids don't realize they're actually working on building skills. They focus on just having fun. But you can take that invitation one step further and you can study the stages of water. And I've talked about this before, but this is a fun example because you can talk to kids about what the consistency of the material they're using is that they need to make the strongest snowman. Bricks for a fort. Snowball. Whatever the case may be, you are going to want a different kind of a snow for a snowball than you are for a snowman or for building a fort. You are going to want snow for a fort and the walls of a fort to solidify and turn more ice-like than you are to build a snowman. For a snowman, you're going to want the, uh, the snow to be softer and much less heavy to maneuver around and mold into a snowball and be able to pick up to put a second snowball on top of your first one. And 
There's science in that. There's science learning in understanding why just a few days ago when I went outside to shovel snow for the first time, it was super light. It was like shoveling powdered sugar, but it was a bitter cold day. Why was that snow so light and airy? I would not have been able to build with that snow. It didn't want to stick together. Why didn't it want to stick together? Why the very next day did I go outside and that same snow had become heavy and hard like ice? It was still snow. It looked like snow. It felt like snow. And quite honestly, it tasted like snow. Shh, I didn't say that. But it was really heavy. And it was really, really wet. So it's still the same thing. It's snow. But one was airy and almost sand-like. And the other was wet and almost to the stage of ice. Why did that happen? Why does some snow fall light as air and others fall in big, fluffy, not even flakes, but globs? What causes that? That's science learning. That's a science invitation. You can set out materials that allow kids to experiment with the density of snow. I created some years ago a really fun, what I used to refer to as cloud dough. Um, it was flour and shaving cream. And I kept messing with the ingredients. I think I was actually trying to clean up a previous activity at the time. And I kind of was mixing stuff together off the tabletop, just trying to get the mess cleaned up at the end of the day. And voila, I came up with this awesome texture of a snow-like Play-Doh that wasn't heavy like Play-Doh. It was light like snow. So you can create those kinds of invitations that create a hands-on experience that in all honesty, allow kids to play, build tabletop snowmen, build igloos and things like that on the tabletop, create snowflakes with little tiny pieces. But they're also learning about the science of what happened to the ingredients that you provided that made one type of a substance but if you alter the ingredients, they create something else. And you could set out multiple kinds of material. You know, perhaps you make a white gack or a white slime, and then you do this snowy Play-Doh and then an actual white Play-Doh. In compare and contrast, how they're similar and different and why that is. Or maybe 
you do an activity outside and you look for different types of snow and look at it in its different forms and feel it and see why it's similar and why it's different. These are all examples of invitations. And all of these things involve loose parts. Everything from nuts and bolts and screws to pipe cleaners and shaving cream and cornstarch and you name it. So you can take all kinds of loose parts and engage learning and building new skills through a simple invitation, an invitation to play, an invitation to learn something new, or an invitation to grow new skills. Either way, the kids in your life are going to have fun and be excited to re-engage in the learning process because you're giving them something to be excited about. You're not just giving them some science facts and expecting them to Memorize them because they've read them off of a TV screen or out of a book or because they've heard you lecture about it for 20 minutes through a computer screen. We have to combine information and concrete experience to really get kids excited about learning and exploration again. We have to be willing to let the kids ask questions that we've answered a thousand times and then give them the opportunity to experience the answer to those questions so they become tangible and real. And that creates permanent growth and forever learn it. So I want to talk a little bit about next week's episode. I'm still going to share invitations and creative ideas, they're just going to be in a little bit of a different format. We're going to talk about loose parts and how to turn those loose parts into learning and skill building experiences that the kids want to be a part of. We're going to explore their ideas and use those ideas and those curiosities to build skills and to allow them to have fun and enjoy discovering new ideas because that's the whole point. That's how you keep 
learning fresh is by letting them discover and experiment with new ideas. So my homework for you this week is to set up an invitation, an invitation to play, learn, or grow a new set of skills. And again, head on over to my social media and share with me what is your favorite way to help the kids in your life learn a specific skill or a specific subject. I will leave the skill or the subject up to you. I want to get the conversation (laughs) going. You can find me on Instagram or now LinkedIn where you can feel free to share those responses. I would love to hear what creative ideas you have. I also have a new challenge that I am putting out that I hope you will participate in. It will be linked in the description of this week's episode. So check that out and participate in the experience and you will be registered to win some cool stuff depending on how you engage. You will also get the opportunity to win access to a five-day video challenge. So you can check that out in the description of this week's episode. I am going to wrap this week's episode up. I hope this was inspiring for you. I hope it's got your creative juices flowing. And I hope you will continue to think about ways that you can use loose parts to set up invitations to explore new ideas and build new skill sets for the kids in your life. Thank you for joining me this week. I hope you'll come back next week when we will continue this conversation around invitations and loose parts. Have a great week. Don't forget to have fun learning through play, and I will talk to you next time.